All right, Gage, I hope you're excited. I need you to bring it your all today because I kind of want, you know, to end on a bang, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, saying. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go, man. I'm, I'm okay, good. Ripping, it, and, ripping and ready to go right I, now. Honestly, this is a conversation we should have had off air, but this is going to be your last pod. I am going to be replacing <laughs> you after this. Um, I already have a couple candidates, no one in line yet, but uh, I know for sure at least I'll have someone to replace you. Honestly, that's a good call. I do not plan on watching Raptors game this, this year. If game one, Dennis Schroeder is our starting point guard, I, I sleep. I can, I can <laughs> wait until next plays, year. Like he does on team yeah, yeah, unless he's Germany, Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> um, well, hello, guys. Welcome to game six. We have a very special episode today. It's the off season, so we don't have too much news to talk about, so we get to do fun shit like draft the last five rookie drafts. Redraft it, rather. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm excited for this. Uh, drafts are really fun. Uh we do have a bit to get to before that, but that's going to be the meat and potatoes of this episode. Mm-hmm. Good old drafting. But before we get to that, you want to talk about the little bit of news that happened? Thank God for James Hart. How much content do you think how, like <laughs> what what percentage of NBA podcasting content <laughs> oh. over the past 3 years is James Harden related? Like probably yeah. two, three percent, which right. is a lot. <laughs> Given how many players? Yeah, like especially yeah, like off-season first content. Take producers like are like losing their minds when they saw that video. Oh my god, man! Yeah, that that shit. Like I remember waking up, like looking on Twitter real quick. Yeah, I mean X. Uh, right. seeing that video and just being like. Oh my god! I saw like the quote underneath it, and right. I was like, "There's no way he like said that." And he no, he said that. Yeah. What's the exact quote? Actually, we should have pulled it up. It's like Daryl like, Morey is a liar. I will never play for him. Something like that. Yeah, it's some Patrick Waugh shit. That's what that's what Patrick Waugh did for on the Montreal Canadiens. He they left him in after getting like seven goals scored on him, and that, when they finally yanked him, like. Way too late to right. be making a goalie. That's way too many goals. He like turns to the manager who's sitting behind the bench. He's like, I'm never playing another game in this uniform. And he never played another game in that uniform. Damn. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, here's the quote. Daryl Morey is a liar. And I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar. And I will never be part of an organization that he's a part of. That is crazy for like... Like the relation, the roller coaster relationship. Like when he gets traded to Philly, like Daryl Morey's the one who like meets him off the plane and stuff. And like, I don't know, he was like the, there seems so tight in Houston. Like, I can't believe it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Dude, I wonder if it's like, what I wonder what he was promised. It has to be contract related, right? Because James Harden had a big pay cut last year and kind of honestly the year before, but that's not really Daryl's fault. Yeah, I like, or I wonder if there was something about like if he opted into his player option for this year that he would get traded or an extension. Yeah, like or something, because like I can't imagine that he opted into that without talking to Philly first. Because I feel like he just right. could have gotten more money on the open market. Yeah, or and at least locked it down. Because like, what if he gets like a he could easily get a career-ending injury at this age? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, like it's it could be bad. Yeah, this is this will be his last big contract unless like. I don't know. The sports science is really that crazy, as LeBron's showing. But yeah, facts. Well, I I do not think those guys take care of, of their the body in the, the same, same way. way. Um, no. Apparently, James Harden works hard, but sometimes so he's crazy how he can get so fat and so ripped, like I when, know, on a whim, man. whenever he wants. I, I wish. Like, he's like you, a sim. <laughs> yeah. Could you fucking imagine? <laughs> like just be able to body edit like, yeah, at any exactly. time. <laughs> but uh, I like. 
it blows my mind, this whole James Harden thing. And, like, I don't know if you've read the part of, like, the CBA where it's, like, if he doesn't show up to Philadelphia camp until, like, like, if he doesn't show up to any Philadelphia facility before November 1st, yeah. since it's the last year of his deal, he will, like, Philly gets to choose whether he can sign a contract with any other professional organization. Oh, like wow, any really? NBA or elsewhere. So, it, like, if he doesn't show up to Philly this year, they can just be like, oh, you're never playing a game in the NBA again. And he can't. Like, it's illegal mm. for him to play in the NBA for again under the CBA ever for, like, ever? the rest of his life. Yeah, until, until Philly crazy. until Philly decides that he can play. Well, like, dude, like, you signed a contract in the – like, if right. you sign a contract within a league and then you, like, are like, I'm just going to break this contract. Yeah. And then you try and sign another contract. Most companies will not sign you to another contract. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that's great. Apparently, that's been in the CBA, like multiple CBAs. Like it's like oh, okay. a few, yeah, which is crazy to me. Uh, it's Did why... he already show up to camp though, or something? No, because he's been in China the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't even started their camps yet. Um, but yeah, like that's why Ben Simmons showed up to practices with his phone in his pocket. Oh, right, right, right. But it wasn't his phone. He said it was a T-shirt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, it's just so weird. It's such a roller coaster. It seems like everything seems like so much. I don't know. It is it like how much of it was real? Like uh, the relationship. Like James Harden like bought Joel like a Rolex when he wins MVP, and like you see all the guys hanging out at like that white party or like in boxes at different concerts and shit like that. Like him, PJ, Tobias, Joel are like. I've seen them be chilling a lot, and it's like I maybe they're just tight, and only his beef is with Daryl Morey. But like, I don't know. Like, if also if you're like Joel Embiid, aren't you just be like Daryl? Like, whatever Harden wants, just like make it happen. Like, we're not gonna be able to flip him for like equal value. Do you think? Do you think Joel Embiid's on the Philadelphia 76ers by the end of next season? I think so. I don't think he's the type to want to request a trade, honestly. Um, he just seems like he's so loved in that city. Uh, and they, like, stood with him against Ben and stuff like that. And Joel was loving it and stuff like that. And, like, Joel, like, if he requests a trade, like, it all flips. And that's just how, like, sports is. Like, they love you until, like, you leave. Um, but, like, yeah, if he leaves, like, He's going to get booed every single time. He's going to get the Ben Simmons treatment, like in Philly, you know? And obviously, that's not like a big part of the decision, but I don't think he'd want to leave. I think that's more like... I mean, I also didn't think Dame would ever request a trade, so who the fuck knows? I guess that's just how the league is now. But, like, I feel like I hear a lot about people being like, who's going to be the next star that wants wants out? I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case, but obviously, if Dame can do it, Lydia can do it. Yeah, I just, I, I, that is a tough situation in Philadelphia. Like, Ben Simmons didn't work out there, Mm -hmm. and Jimmy Butler didn't work out there, which was a management thing. Like, they were dumb for that. Uh, Al Horford didn't work out there. They basically, I don't think they got anything for him when he left that team. Um, And then, like, like, the only max player that, will finish his contract next to Joel Embiid is Tobias Harris. <laughs> right. And, like, all I'm saying is if he asks out, though, he, like, it will make the Kevin Durant trade package look like, like, pennies. Like, oh, he's, it's yeah. gonna, it's gonna be, it's like, gonna be like, an insane return. Yeah. It, it, like, well, oh you my. have the reigning MVP. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would give up 
everything. I would yeah. give up everything for Joel Embiid. Of course, you can have you can have Pascal, Scotty, every pick in the book, OG Ananobi, and like and all the swaps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like for sure that it's a no price is too high <laughs> for a player like that. Yeah, he he's what you uh, sell the farm for. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I just don't. I mean, if Philly isn't competitive, he might. Like, he's never made it out of the second round, which is kind of crazy. But it's not, like, necessarily Philly's fault, you know? Like, it, to me, it's kind of... It'll be a little bit of a cowardly move, um, at least on this contract. Like, I don't think it's a cowardly move for Dame, necessarily, other than the things he said. Um, but, like, just given... Like, other than, like, the hypocrisy. Hypocrite? Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Um, but just because he's spent, like, a lot of time there, he's, like, really given it. Like, Joel, like, Philly has put, put together really, really good teams around him all the time. And it's honestly, like, he needs to be a little bit better. Um, I mean, he sucks. Well, he doesn't suck, but he gets worse in the playoffs. Right. Which which is tough. He also tough. gets hurt in the playoffs every time. Yeah, um, which is bo- also tough. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he shouldn't ask for... I, I'd be upset if he asked for a trade, but who knows? Yeah, like, I The mean, way it works now. I feel like uh, there's no player who who could ask for a trade where I'd be, like, surprised about it. Like Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah Steph and Jokic are, right. like, that's the only two players in the whole league. Like, it, Even if Giannis... Yeah, I think, I think Giannis might not be in Milwaukee after this contract. Mm-hmm. That team is, like, low-key... Like, I don't know if I've said this on pod before. I think that team's fucked in a couple years. Because they're so old. Yeah, they got Brooke Lopez and Chris Milton and Drew Holiday all pretty old. And, like, you're never going to get... Yeah, like, their youngest core piece is Giannis. Yeah, like Bobby Portis, maybe. Oh, like, right. if you consider him, like, core. Like, and what could you but even, he's like... he's the vet on Team USA right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, Grayson Allen, maybe. Right. But, like, uh, you're kind of stretching core with Grayson Allen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, Grayson Allen... Expendable. Like, yeah, the white shooting guards on that team. Like, Dante DiVincenzo, Pat Kanad, <laughs> right. and Grayson Allen. Like, how many of them do they freaking need now? Yeah. True. <laughs> I... I, I think they're screwed in, in a couple of years. I think I think they have a, as good of a chance as anybody to win a championship this year. Yeah. Well, uh, like, they're getting screwed. They're yeah. getting to the point where they're screwed. But they're not screwed yet. They can still make moves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's... No, but they have... Yeah, I see what you're saying. They have no, no young assets at all. No one younger than, like, 25 that has any upside. No. No. Their best young asset is, like, Marjan Beauchamp. And right. like I couldn't tell you Ooh. anything about his game. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but um, yeah. Do you have any other notes about uh the Philly situation? No, not really. I think I've said all I need to say about that, that scumbag Daryl Morey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say. Um, it's nice for me. I get a little more ammo in the Harden defense, and my my shield gets a little stronger. <laughs> Trying to defend Harden from uh, all the uh, all the trade trade requests. Um, but yeah, do you want to talk about Team Canada? We've played two games so far. Three. Uh, three. Okay, yeah. who do we play? Uh, Germany, uh, and then New Zealand, and then Germany again. Oh, okay. How do, how do we do against New Zealand? We fuck, we smoked New oh, Zealand. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. okay. I was going to say, because Germany was looking really good against us, but I was like, do we suck? Um, yeah, because we lost the first game against Germany. And then we went and like, OT on the... Yeah, and I saw the comments under the first one. It's like, this is the team that's supposed to beat USA. Like, uh, this is the team that's supposed to, like, win gold. Like, calm down, bro. <laughs> it's the first fucking game. Also, like, 
like, I don't know if you remember the last Olympic cycle, but Team USA was not looking hot at the oh, beginning of that tournament. Right, yeah, people were game. so worried. They and then they slept. Yeah, everyone. and then they were fine. Like, yeah, it was yeah. okay. Uh, so, I mean, like, I'll wait until the World Cup to figure right. it out. Plus, Jamal Murray hasn't shown up yet. And, like, if oh, he ends up playing for us, like, that would be so, so sick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, the boys look good. Mm-hmm. RJ looks really good. RJ yeah. always looks good for Yeah, Canada. RJ looked really good last time him and Wiggs were, uh, were put on a show. Facts. Kelly also always looks good. Yeah, good. yeah. Dwight somehow was looking weird. Yeah, he was like Fouling not doing it a ton, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, Kelly, Kelly's so nice. The, man, do you have his stats? I think he, like, only missed two shots in that, like, last game. I know RJ only missed one. RJ went like 13 for 14. Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly only missed two threes. I think he was like four for six from three or something uh, like that. Okay. Four. Oh, I see. Four from seven. Yeah, sorry. It was... Ar- sorry, yeah. I'm mixing it up. Yeah, RJ was 13 for 14. That's insane, dude. Yeah, a lot of tough finishes through contact. Yeah. Shea was like garbage in the first in half. The he couldn't get anything to fall. And then he worked his way... I mean, like, the thing with Shea is like, he's got to get to the line no matter yeah. what. Just like, you have to foul him. Like, he's such a good right. slasher. Uh, and so, like, that's just nice to just get those free yeah, throws. He he had yeah, like, he had a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, Dylan Brooks hit a couple threes. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I really like the, the chemistry he has with Shea. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of Shea penetration, Dylan Brooks' man leaves him in the corner and Shea dishes out to Dylan Brooks. I and like he extra passes or shoots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because you're right. Some extra passes for assists have yeah. been working too. Uh, Dort has had some cool offensive moments, hang some threes, yeah. take it to the hole. Um, also, Kyle Alexander is like the only non NBA player who I was like, wow, he like is really good. He's mm. been in threes for Canada as well, and he's like oh, like six nine or something. Oh wow, okay. So, like, okay. I've actually seen the guys. I've been seeing the highlights. No, I've been caught that. Yeah, I've been I, I've I've been watching highlights, uh, but like from different sources and stuff ah, too. Okay. Like yeah, I've yeah, seen a bunch of much. different highlight packets because uh, I'm pumped for this this Canadian team. Mm. I just don't care about these games. I want the That's games fair. when they count. Um, if there was literally any other like important ball on true. it, I wouldn't be watching them. We're yeah, caring about them. Um, Zach Eady once again disappoints on the national stage. He just might not be that good. Yeah, <laughs> he might be a college he, guy. He just might. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Who's the dude who just got drafted? The mustache guy who was always on Gonzaga. Oh, Drew Timmy. Yeah, he's like Drew Timmy. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's just big. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like I can't really think of a skill that he has other than right. big. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, also, like, another one-point game for, like, <laughs> for, in that last game against Germany. Right. So, like, if I had a nickel How for every time... Yeah, if I had a nickel for every time he had a, a one-point game, I'd have ten cents. Like, that's not a lot, but I've watched, like, maybe, like, five of his games total, like, ever. Yeah. So... Yeah, you only get one point one way, and he's definitely not taking your technical free throws. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Yeah, the boys have been so nice. It's nice that we're embracing Dylan Brooks. Well, I mean, obviously they are. Like, the NBA players have no beef with him, I think. Um, but I also have no beef with him. I like I like Grant Williams fucking talking shit to Jimmy Butler. And oh, yeah. I like that type of shit. I like big mouth players. I like Pat mm-hmm. Bev. Uh, I like Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of dude who just fucking runs his mouth. I, I don't know. Right. I, I just, I enjoy mm-hmm. it. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's com- as long as you're being competitive about it. Yeah, yeah. Even like Joel Embiid is another dude who like right. like it's kind of jokes when he runs his mouth. And like I don't mind players who just are silent assassins. But like, they're cool too. I mean, I I love those guys. I love like elite defenders for Sean Sutton. Like I love Drew Holiday and Kawhi. Yeah. I like when they just like rip the ball from you and like, they, but they like they don't say anything. It's like goddamn, he's kicking my ass. But 
yeah, I, it, I, it, it's, uh, it's exciting to have, um, to have talkative players and, uh, he's definitely just as good as he was in the regular season. All the Shanghai jokes haven't gotten to him. No, no. I mean, like, dude's, dude looks happy as well. You see any mm-hmm. picture with him and he's got a giant smile on his face, which yeah. I would too if I was got an $80 million contract. <laughs> I think it's $90 million after the incentives. Um, and then, yeah, you know what? Like, they, they like playing together. The, mm-hmm. the team, like, it's the best Canada team ever. And I think, like, yeah. a lot of these dudes, because they're kind of around the same age, like, a lot of them have probably played for Team Canada and, like, youth teams and right. stuff like that too. Like I know Kelly and Dwight have played we've, on we've seen them like, together a few times. Yeah. And like Shea with that group and then RJ with those two bigs yes. that has played with them. Like if we get Jamal on this team, like we'll have so much NBA talent on this roster. Yeah. Like I'm very excited for the tournament. And there's no chance we get Wiggins, right? No, no shot. Okay. Might get him for the Olympics. Right. Would Which be is would be nice. Like two years? No, next year. Next year? Yeah, next year's the Olympics. Yeah, because it's weird because oh, the last summer Olympics, numbers, but then yeah, because of COVID, yeah, I got pushed off. Right, right, but they still called it the 2020 Olympics in 2021. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. and then we got the back-to-back Olympic years. I I love the Olympics, like just in general, Olympic basketball. You love it more like, than like sick. anyone I know because you'll just sit here watching every single sport. But I I really like the Olympics. Yeah, Olympic basketball is also really cool because like some players don't play in the World Cup, but like Team USA always like brings like crazy yeah. teams to the Olympics, right. and like. I mean, everyone does. Like, everyone wants to play in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Only twelve teams get in, so it's like you know, you kind of have a chance. Like, if you're if you're there, right. you have a chance. Like, I think FIBA, it's like twenty four teams or something like that are playing in the World Cup. Gotcha. So you got some teams like like I think Cote d'Ivoire is in. Weed them out. Yeah, Angola. Like nice. Like countries like that. Like I mean. <laughs> Clip this if Angola like wins it, beats any like self respecting team, you can clip this, but <laughs> I don't think they will. No, um, um, but that's about it for international stuff. Do you want to get back to the national basketball yeah. association? Let's get back to this shit that actually fucking matters. <laughs> I don't give a fuck and that's about a fantasy going back in time. And who should these teams affect? That's two idiots in a basement in Burlington, Ontario, yeah. picking like which players are gonna maybe have a better career than yeah, other players. Exactly. Like all but only in the last five years when barely like most of these guys are on their first contract. So. Yeah. <laughs> It is the future, though. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I feel like it's more intriguing to redraft these dudes, just because, like... Because it's more debate. And, yeah, because, like, who knows? Yeah, I mean, like, literally, like, fucking the number eight dude can end up being, like, the GOAT. Oh, fast. Like, they could win an MVP or yeah. some shit. For sure. Who knows? Uh, I think it is best, though, if we go reverse order, starting with the last year's rookie draft, 2022. Obviously, we're not redrafting this year, because we don't watch college. No. And it, and, uh, like, so, as far as we're concerned, it was perfect. Yeah, it's, well, Greedy Dick should have gone number one, but thank God he slid down <laughs> yeah, to thank us. Yeah, God he slid, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, t- I'll take the first pick on, on 2020. Okay, cause it's, perfect, that's you know, what I was going to ask. Because it's such a... It, free. It's free. It, it's Paolo Banquero, and, yep. like, no one comes like that close like, to him for me. This is the easiest number one choice on this entire list, including Luca, honestly. Yeah, I would I would honestly <laughs> agree. Like Paolo Bancaro, like would go number one for me if he was in the draft before it. Like yes. uh, he like it's he's, he's like awesome. He's crazy. I think he can be an all-star as soon as this year. He's an NBA. I can see it. I, the team needs to be good though, and I know you think they can be. I personally don't, but Yeah, I mean like 
Yeah, they could be just as good as they were last year. You could get that Lowry market. Play like an all-star. Yeah, yeah. He's like an NBA scorer right out the box. Mm. Super physical. Like, he looks like a grown man at 19. So, it's like, like, imagine him playing War Muscle on, which he probably will. Yeah. Like, uh, it just can score from tons of different places. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was hot at the beginning of the season. And then even when he cooled down, he settled into, like, still being a solid, like, first option. a full month without hitting a three while taking them. And he still led all these rookies in scoring. Yeah, it's a, it's an easy pick. There's no there's no debate for me there. Uh, like, no, it's him and on the field. Yes, I agree. And so you, I, you gave it. You kind of set me up that I get I get to make the first interesting choice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like there's a couple people that I could pick here. Um, I don't even feel that good about it, but I have settled on Jalen Williams, J Dub. The the wing Jalen Williams from OKC. I, I like Jalen Williams' game a lot. I have him uh, on my list. I have him down at fifth. We'll, okay. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll work see. through. We'll work we'll through. Uh, what, my what, number eight, honestly, I'm kind of regretting, but whatever. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there when we get there. What, what do you like about Jalen Williams' game? Um, I like that he is switchable. I like that he's uh, long. He's kind of like a Raptors player a little bit. Except uh, he can actually shoot. Except he can shoot. Right, true. <laughs> For a rookie, he can shoot really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's like a... Uh, honestly, he's he's like a three that could... I feel like you could even play him small ball five a little bit um, if, if you were like getting crazy. Um, and uh, he just has like hella tools. Really, he's a good athlete and smart. He can already he he would if he was on like on most playoff teams, uh, he would like start probably. Um, if not, be like a six man type. Uh, he's already NBA ready uh, and super young on a great team. Uh, that's what I like about him. Yeah, and players who have that build and can play defense and can mm-hmm. score from different positions like that, like. That's just the mold that you want. And it feels like every yeah. year there's a player or two like that who just, like, becomes, like, an all-star. Yeah. Like, he's got, like, the Mikhail Bridges type of, right. like, build. Like, he's not that level of defender. And, like, right. obviously, like, it's, like, that guy. He's uh, Mikhail Bridges is already there. Like, right, I'm but he's only done he one year. But, like, like, that's that kind of build. It's, yeah. like, Paul George is that same right. kind of build. Like, these, like, really athletic but also, like, skilled wins, yes. like, seem to always succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a new one of them succeeds every year. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's exciting. I think he's really and good. Like, I mean, worst case, he's still going to be a rotation player his whole career. Like, yeah, because he already just, is. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, just, like, dudes who just have, like, no, almost no flaws in their game. Yeah. Uh, the next player I'm going to pick uh, is a player who does have some flaws in his game, but I think has a ton of upside, and that's Benedict Matherin. Nice. I think like Benedict Matherin is an insane slasher. He right. is super athletic, uh, like a really good finisher at the cup, able to finish over taller defenders fairly often, mm-hmm. thrived in a six-man role last year as a spark plug off that Indiana bench, where he basically like... Their bench wasn't that good, so he did a lot of heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. And he worked with Halliburton as well when those two guys ran together, which right. I think most people could because Halliburton's such a good, like, just Yeah, we'll, we'll get to him later. But, uh, yeah, I, I love Math- Matherin. Uh, hopefully Team Canada in the future. That's uh, one of our Canadian boys. But, yeah, Benedict yes. Matherin, I, I was really impressed with his rookie year. I like that choice. I like that choice a lot. 
Um, yeah, I mean, he was in contention for six minutes of the year for a really long time. He kind of fell off a little bit at the end. Um, I feel like his scoring dipped a bit, but still a really, really good, excellent player. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with a guy with even probably the most upside on the list, uh, rivaling Paolo, uh, with Jabari Smith Jr. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I know he hasn't really produced, and uh, somehow everyone in Houston is, doesn't seem to be uh, good. <laughs> Even, uh, um, but but I don't. I just feel like he just has so much raw talent. Like he could easily be the best. He could. If you told me he was, he ends up being the best person in this draft. Like I would not um, be shocked at all. Uh, he was a top four pick, right? He was the third pick. The third pick? Yeah. Um, yeah, just like absolute insane athlete. Um, he needs to work on uh, like a lot of his skills. Um, but like, I just, if I, like, this is what separates this draft from the all rookie team is I'm not basing it off the year he had, but this is all just pure projection. And uh, all the other people on the, on the list, I've, I can't really see anyone else. Being a franchise player, easy, like I can't easily see it. Obviously, there are going to be people that probably will be, um, but there's really no one at this list. Everyone else, I'm kind of looking at solid rotation players, like good good NBA players, but not like all-star, all-NBA types. But Jari Smith could easily be an all-NBA type player. And so if I was drafting, I'm taking him at three. That is... Oh, four, sorry. That that That's a little bit wild for me. I like Jabari Smith Jr. And I do think he... Probably has the most upside about anyone left. Um, he is such a good defender already. Mm-hmm. Like he's a really solid defensive player, yeah. and uh, I think like him and Sangoon as the two bigs on that team right. is really really interesting because you've got a player who's like really limited offensively, <laughs> who's really good on defense. The guy who's really limited defensively is really good yes. on offense, which I kind of love that dynamic. Sure. My big butt for Jabari Smith Jr., and I know it got better throughout the season, is I get a little bit scared when I hear about bigs who can shoot, who can stretch the floor, when they only shoot 30% from three on the right. season. Like, I know that that, like, he was working on that. Because, like, I bet you it was, like, 18% through the first couple months oh, of last it? year. Like, it was no. really, he was bad. Like, okay. it, like, he worked his way into last season. Got it. But, like, I think a lot of his upside hinges on that jump shot as a big. And that's the only reason I have him lower. I do agree. I, I love the upside pick on that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to swing to somebody who I think isn't an upside. More of like a solid, we know who he is. And I'm going to okay. pick Keegan Murray as yeah. the next pick. Of course. Keegan Murray, I think, it like, uh, like he broke the record for most threes by a rookie. Right. Like in the rookie season. He shot that. 41%, taking like six or seven threes mm-hmm. a game. Like that, that's like an NBA skill that like just plays. He, a little bad at the beginning of that playoff series against Golden State, but Game Six, right? You remember Game Six, Sacramento Golden State. Sacramento gets the close win to push it to seven. It was like, oh, you know, kind of flipping it around. That was a really fun series, by the way. Keegan Murray plays forty five out of forty eight minutes in Game Six of that series. Damn! In a playoff Game Six, must win at home. Mm-hmm. This guy gets forty five minutes in his rookie season. Like it's just he's a role player. He can defend at a relatively high level and he can shoot at an elite level right. an elite level True. and that's those okay. players i don't think keegan murray well who knows he could be an all-star 
I would assume he's not, but he's going to be a valuable role player who gets lots of yeah, nice paychecks he in his will. career. He definitely will. Um, okay. So I'm now, so we are, that was the fifth pick? Yeah. I assume? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I am going to be taking, uh, I'll take Jaden Ivey with oh, my next pick. That that would have been my, been- of everyone left on the board, that would have been my pick. I love that pick. Um... Yeah, honestly, I don't really know too much about him. Um, I do not watch. Uh, he's on Detroit, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do not watch Detroit at all. Um, well, once yeah, once Kate went down. Yeah, just uh, I mean, even with Kate, I'm not going to watch too much of it. But I was I was looking at his stats, and uh, they're just he's very good. Um, five assists, sixteen points. Uh, not very efficient, um, but compared to the field. Uh, a lot of these guys, obviously, I, I really don't know much about. So um, a lot of it was like me just looking at stats and stuff and the few games I've seen of him. Um, he just seems like the best of the rest. Um, so, yeah. That's I, my pick. Number six. Even though you picked him, I am much higher on Jaden Ivey. He's a really good playmaker on a team that right. like yeah, yeah. didn't really have a, a ton of options for him to for play sure. make too. And he's got a nice mid-range but game. he was also like the de facto playmaker. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think he's going to get five assists again when, when Cade comes back. I think he might get more with Cade really? on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. can pass it to you. Yeah, you have, a, you have a, like, another... I mean, like, if Joe Harris plays for that team, like, I think they're going to be really fun. Sure. If like, their bigs play in pick and roll, like, they're really, really nice. When you said that <laughs> they they're... Too many bigs when you, they do have too many bigs. But, like, they have a ton of pick and roll options for me. Yeah, just yeah, a bunch of super sure. athletic. When you were saying earlier that there was no other dude on this list that you thought had star potential... I think Jaden Ivey does. I just okay. think guards who can play make, and he has a like real nice mid range, like a real nice mid range game. Mm-hmm. I just think that like, who knows? I think he's at the bottom end of my dudes who could be like stars of people who like realistically could be. But I think he has star potential, and I kind of don't like the fact that. that he's in Detroit with Cade. I w- almost wish that he like had his own deal going on. But uh, I, I think I'll have to see. I'll look, have to see them yeah, play together. There's few other teams that he'd get as much looks and it's like Detroit. Yeah, but if he was like in Orlando, he'd be their starting point guard. Mm, would he over Cole Anthony? Yeah, for sure. Over Markel Fultz? Yeah, uh, yeah, because you want to. He's not better than Markel Fultz, but like you want to commit to that more than you want to commit to Markel. Is Markel still like only like 24, 23 or something? He's been uh, the draft after Ben Simmons, so one year younger, twenty six. Oh, uh, oh, wow. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, like, I mean, start on the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, any point guard, like, I might start on the Toronto Raptors at point guard if I can, like, if I had any kind of playmaking chops. <laughs> um, it's my pick now, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, because you just picked Jaden Ivey. Oh, that's right, on six. At seven? Uh, I'm just going to take him here. I'm going to take Chet Holmgren at seven. This okay. is pretty good I didn't value. have Chet on my list because... I don't watch college, and I've not seen Chet play a single game, so I just didn't include him at all. Um, but that's totally fair. It's just like he was like, really he should be like fourth or third, but like yeah, I just I don't know. Like you miss your whole rookie year, yeah. like yikes! Uh, right. That's that's scary. That mm. he like he has had zero durability and playability so right. far. I mean, like Zion played in his rookie year, true, uh, but like he looks 
He's got like a super NBA ready body a year after the draft. I thought he was a little skinny coming out of the draft, but he looks bigger now. Looks re- like really good in summer he does league. Look bigger now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Noticeably. Sure. Uh, he looked really good in summer league from the highlights that I saw uh, of him. And I just think like this is just purely an upside pick. This is all speculation for chat. Yep. I like r- yeah, realistically he could have gone second. And like yeah. I don't think it would have been that crazy. Yep. Uh but I-, I think he deserves to be on this list, and so I'll take him here. Sure. No problems there. I'm glad you took him because uh, he deserves to be on this list. Um, I just wasn't going to put him anywhere. Uh, so I'm going to take... Um, so that was at seven. So for my eighth pick, I'll be taking Victor Webanyama's co-star, Jeremy Sohan. You take... Oh, I do like that pick a lot. I like... Um, I like his size, his attitude, his he doesn't give a fuck. Um, he's the type of guy uh he's he's cut from the same cloth as a Dennis Rodman type, not just because of the dyed hair. He just like he'll talk shit to you, he does he'll um, he doesn't care um about what other people are saying. He seems like a pretty good teammate from what I've seen with um uh with Victor. Uh and I mean, he dropped 11 points a game, five boards, and two and a half assists. Um, so that's good enough for me. And uh, he would. I'm taking him at eight. On eight, you're getting good value. Yeah, I mean, I have a couple. Uh, I have Jeremy Sohan at nine, so I don't okay. think you're really that far off at all. Okay. Um, he just has so many different tools. Mm-hmm. And, like, if he can figure out a jump shot to kind of connect everything together, because right. he's pretty physical at the rim. He's one of those defenders where it's like, fuck, I wouldn't want to play against him because he's so physical with, yes. like, his, and, and, like, he has, a, like, a, like, kind of big body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, he just cares. He's a give a fuck guy. Exactly. He's a give a fuck guy who's got athletic tools. And, like, yep. that, like, one year removed from a draft, like, once we get a few years back, it's like, okay, like, you actually need to have proven something in the NBA. Right, like, right. Jeremy Sohan, like, like, I, 11 points per game, even though that team was garbage, it's like, I mean, like, that's 11 points in yep. the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the only thing I'll say is he needs a jump shot, but I, li- I like that pick a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's more of a, like, power forward, though. He doesn't necessarily need to be, like, knocked down, but... Yeah, but he just needs, like, a mid-range, yeah. or even, like, a, like, post, like, footwork yeah. game. It can't just mm-hmm. be only physicality on the offensive end. Yep. Although, I think his playmaking is pretty good. Uh, at least for a four. For, like, a rookie four. Yes. Um... I mean, the next guy I'm going to take, who I actually had at seven, but I'm taking right now at nine, mm-hmm. is uh, Walker Kessler. Uh, okay, he's a weird one for me to put on the list. He was going to be my next pick after this. Uh, Walker Kessler, I had... The only two players who have been picked already that I had below him are Jabari Smith Jr. and Jeremy Sohan. Oh, wow. Uh, you Jabari Ke- that low. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't super impressed by his rookie season. I know. Uh, and, like, I don't know. Like, Houston leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Right. It feels like all their players are bad. Yeah. I, feel, I have no idea which of their players, like, work or don't yeah. work. Uh, but um, back to the player hand, Walker Kessler. Like, he's, like, already an NBA player with a, like, distinguished role. Like, he's a really good rebounder and really good rim protector. Physical NBA ready. Like, I mean... Part of that is that he was 21 coming in. Like, he's not one of these 19-year-olds, so he's got a couple more years cooking, you know, in the mm-hmm. cryo chamber, ready to ready to come in. Forgot but it. he, uh... Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, he... He's just, like... I mean, dude, like, he got, like, votes for, like, Depoy and, like, shit yeah. like that. Like, he's, like, a really good defender. And, like... I mean, well, and their team was good. At least started the year. And, like, with, with him... Utah. Yeah, Utah. Utah was good. And, like, he was, like, a big part of that. I think, mm-hmm. like... 
the thing with me with centers is it's the position that like definitely scales more towards defense being valuable yeah. than offense being valuable. Sure. I mean, you look like a you look at a dude like Christian Wood, and like right. this is a complete uh, like tangent, but like like his offensive talents are like he's a good Very offensive good. player. He's yeah. a really good offensive player, mm-hmm. but he can't play even a tiny bit of defense, and like that dude doesn't have a job. And like meanwhile, you have dudes like uh what's a I don't wanna I don't wanna rag on any like defensive player. Uh still... like Mitchell Robinson. Right. Who like offensively, like you throw the ball you throw the ball at his hands and if he had glue on his hands it might bounce off of right. them. Like but like just because of his defense and rebounding, it's mm-hmm. like he just gets a job. Just uh, being big. Yeah. And I think like I just Barring any like major injury, I think Walker Kessler's probably gonna have a pretty long uh, NBA career. Uh, yep, and I think like like his realistic ceiling is like a Rob Williams type player, and like those players play tons of minutes on good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, they can stay healthy. Yeah, that was the ninth pick, right? Yeah, I don't think his ceiling's super high, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I think he's really good. Yeah, I mean we're getting. We're getting yeah, low, yeah. It's the end of the draft. Who's your, who's your tenth pick? To close out the draft, we're gonna go with Indiana's own Andrew Nemhart. Ooh, Andrew Nemhart. I, I didn't have him on my list, but I mean, I, I kind like of a the bucket. 10th. I was looking at it. Um, you know, thirty-five uh, percent from three, but which isn't great uh, for a rookie. But uh, he, sorry, which isn't great. Buddy is a rookie, so mm-hmm. I think that's fine. Nine points a game and four and a half assists. Like that's just really good. Um. And then Indiana team was solid. He played a lot of minutes for that. Really good assist turnover ratio. Uh, not very low turnover, high assist. Yeah, and Indiana it was a pretty comp- decent, averagely competitive team. Um, at least they tried to be, uh, and he was uh, he was very good for them. Uh, he started right even over Mathurin. Is that? Uh, yeah, I think he did start, which is kind of weird. But uh, I think he starts at the three because I think they ran Buddy at the two. Buddy Hill. Yeah, that makes sense uh, for sure. But yeah, Buddy Hill definitely be starting. Um, but yeah, just uh, just a solid player. You, you know, has um, has potential to be like Jordan Poole, Tyler Hero type. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody on your, much to say? <laughs> anybody get left off that was on your top ten? Uh, I had Dyson Daniels at number nine. Oh, okay. Okay, I had. A... Yeah, I, don't, I forget who we picked. You must have been someone you picked. Who'd you pick uh, before Walker Kessler? J- uh, Chet Holmgren. Oh, that's <laughs> why. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the only player that I picked that didn't get picked was, uh, or I had in my top ten was uh, Jalen Duran. Okay. Uh, which Dyson Daniels, Jalen Duran. I don't. I won't lose any sleep on those guys <laughs> yeah, not yeah. being on this list. But I think both of them should get little shout outs right now for mm-hmm. having solid rookie years. For be- yep. Good Man for them. Lists. So our our li- our draft order: Palabank Bancaro goes number one. Jalen Williams goes number two. Uh, Benedict Matherin goes number three. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr. goes number four. Uh, Keegan Murray goes number five. Jaden Ivey goes number six. Chet Holmgren goes number seven. Jeremy Sohan goes number eight. Uh, Walker Kessler goes number nine. And Andrew Nemhard goes number ten. Damn, Wizards took Johnny Davis at that pick. Johnny Davis sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a bona fide scrub, man. I don't man. know if I've like, ever he's seen actually tra- uh, like He started to actually play minutes towards the end of the season, but like through okay. like 60 I mean, games they were, into the season. They were a trash team. Like, so. yeah, and he like through 60 games in the season, he had played like 20 games playing like four minutes a game. Wow. Like he was like not Does getting look minutes like on sucks here? Yeah, he does. Like, like a, little ch- a little chubbier. Yeah, a little chubby Jalen sucks. Yeah. 
Um, very nice. I think that's a. I think we did pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the toughest one to do is last year. We yeah, we have one. We have the small sample size. I think everyone who needed to be in there was in there. Yep. I yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, I do think the drop off point on that draft is after nine. Like once you get past like Walker Kessler, like right. ten and to me like, even Walker Kessler was a bit of a drop off. Um, yeah, I think I I had him a lot higher. Uh, oh, wow. I like Walker Kessler a lot. Gotcha. Uh, just because he's good, like right away, like dudes who like are like NBA rotation players on almost any team right away. Like I, yeah. I value that. Uh, even though I, I don't think he'll get like that much better. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, okay, let's go to twenty twenty two. I think you twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, I forgot that we're not doing this. <laughs> okay, yeah, twenty twenty one. So I go first. Yeah, you go first. Uh, first overall pick won't change. We're taking Cade Cunningham with the first overall pick. Uh yeah, I mean like we'll get to it in a second. I disagree, but I think it is a two player. It's a two player draft. Yeah, I am out. Uh, but yeah, what what? what <laughs> I think he is the only player. I mean, we have. I feel like I've never seen Cade Cunningham play badly. Honestly, like Cade Cunningham, I feel like the way you feel about Paulo is the way I feel about Cade. Like he could be an All Star next year. Um. I think his, he's an excellent playmaker. I think he's a good scorer. Um, and I think he's a solid defender. And I think um, that's how you that's how you get an all-star. And uh, he's pretty tall for his position. And uh, he he's like, he's a franchise player. There's nobody, there's, uh, well, not nobody, but the other guy, well, okay, let's just not beat around the bush. Uh, compared to Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley will never be your franchise player in the way that Cade Cunningham can be. He so can with be. the first overall pick, I'm taking Cade. Sure. I had Cade Cunningham first for a bit on my team. Mm-hmm. His like Literally the only problem is injuries. His injuries right. scare me off. He sure. like, just missed like three quarters of last season. And it's like, I just... I don't love that. Uh, I I just want to see him play on the floor more. And, like, also, like, those Detroit teams fucking suck. True. Like, those teams are garbage. Like, unabashedly garbage, like, when he plays. Um, With the second pick, I'm going to take Evan Mobley. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Evan Mobley, uh, he's, like, an NBA-ready defender. I mean, he was second in deep boy in his second year. And, like... Dude, like, affected winning in a real way. That Cleveland team, like, turns around basically the first year that he gets there. They go from a team that's constantly picking in the top five to a team that last year made the play-in and this year makes the playoffs. Like, right. Which is, like, really, Easily, really too, sick. Didn't they? They were, like, 50 wins, right? 55-ish? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, last year, like, they were, like, a, like a, a team that should have made the playoffs. I think they were the eighth seed. I think they lost two play-in games last year. So, like, without a play-in, they would have been a playoff team Wait, last the, year as well. Oh, you're Cleveland. Mean, uh, like, the year before. Yeah, yeah, two years ago, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just think he's tons. Like his defense is so good. Mm-hmm. I think he has the highest true upside in the in the draft. Like I think Evan Mobley like gives me big Kevin Garnett vibes. I, like big Kevin Garnett vibes. I don't see the sh- Kevin Garnett had shooting though. Um, not when he was a rookie, or not when he was young. No, no. Oh, okay. Uh, and like, like I think once he puts on weight. Like he's a solid playmaker. Mm-hmm. Like, and if he puts on weight and gets a jump shot, like he's gonna be all NBA every year. I just I don't ever see him getting a jump shot uh, as of now. But uh, yeah, if he gets those things, then he yeah he would be like Kevin Garnett basically. Yeah, I think he has really good footwork, so he doesn't like need need a jump shot. Uh, and like it's just like dudes who are that good defensively, mm-hmm. like 
They, they don't grow on trees. Yeah, and we'll see when he finally when they finally play him at center how good he can finally be. Facts. Yeah, and he's a super switchable uh, dude too. Yes. Like he can defend any position yeah. at a high level. I mean, yeah, he's he's fucking he's really really good. So is Cade though. Two really really good players of that draft. Yep. Number three, I'm taking our boy Scotty Barnes. Um. I'm not too familiar with his game. Uh, <laughs> Scotty is awesome. He brings so much energy. He is nice, well-rounded player. He already is a pretty good scorer. I think he, um, yeah, he's like I think top three in this uh, in this whole draft for uh, points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does play a fuck ton of minutes. He leads this uh, rookie class in minutes. Wow, Nick uh, Nurse playing his players a ton of minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> At least this guy's a rookie. So yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, just a, he's just a beast. He kind of he 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 could be um, like Scotty Pippen one day. You know, uh, obviously, like we're dreaming. But um, he he has uh, he's such a an insane athlete. Uh, can jump out of the gym uh, so long and. Uh, He's a great teammate, unselfish. Uh, just needs a. If he had a jumper, uh, he'd be honestly. If he had a jumper and he was a little bit more disciplined defensively, I would say that's his only problem. He has all the tools and he has the tr- the heart, but he like bites. He fouls a lot and stuff like that. But like, I mean, he's he's the player like maybe of this whole draft that I've like seen the most of. So. Uh, Obviously, I have a, I'm, a, I'm a little biased, but I'm taking Scotty Barnes. Yeah, it's it's funny because, like, Cade Cunningham is a player who is pretty much guaranteed going to be an elite offensive player right. and pretty much guaranteed not going to be an elite defensive player. Right. And Evan Mobley is a player who's pretty much guaranteed going to be an elite defensive player and pretty much guaranteed not going to be an elite offensive player. Right. Scotty Barnes, there's no guarantees, but he could be elite on either of those sides of the floor. Right. And that is right. the if reason... If squints and, uh, like, turn your head sideways, he could look like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I mean, like, he just... He has a much higher defensive upside than Cade and a much higher offensive upside yep. than, than Mobley, even though I don't think like the inver- like he doesn't he won't be as good as those two guys on the I, side of the floor that they right. excel at. Right. But like, hey, like dudes who can do it on both ends, like mm-hmm. those dudes win you championships. Those True. dudes make first team all NBA. And like I think this draft, like like those that those three players, and I think that it's like the, I top, think the two, top five are actually all pretty good. But, yeah, I also agree. But like, like those these top three are almost guaranteed. Like, uh, I like if they are, if they're healthy, these top three should at I, least be will be all stars. Yeah. yeah, and like are gonna be like important NBA players right. over the next ten years. I, I, like, they already like are <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Like. Yeah, they're they're already each of their team's most valuable piece. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, maybe not Scotty Barnes, but no, like, well, Pascal. yeah, I think Pascal. Well, right. one year left on Pascal, but yeah, yeah as fair. a player, as a player, he's one. Uh, at number four, and I'm sure that you did the same uh, thing as me, where it was a lot of back and forth between four and five. I actually don't know whether it was back very and forth, little four and five. It was very little back and forth, but a little bit. Uh, yeah, because yeah, like, yeah. I think four and five are both really, really good. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think number four is Jalen Green. Uh, Jalen Green is... That is not where I thought... I have Jalen Green at six. That's crazy. Jalen Green is... Has so much upside. Yes. Has so, so much upside. This is my Jabari Smith from last... Yeah, from I think... Last round. Like, I get it. 
Like he's immature and he's a chucker. Like yeah. like he shoots below forty yeah, percent from the so field and immature. below thirty five percent from three. I get it, bro. But like Jalen Green, he's such a, like so fast. Yeah. He can score over fucking anyone. Yeah. Feels like he can get a jump shot off at any time, even when they're yes. not going in. He's got such good like dribble moves, getting to his spot. True. And I'm like excited to see him play with a adult coach, Adoka, an adult point guard. Like- a few months ago, something changed in you. Maybe did, did you meet Jalen Green or something? Because like you've been on Jalen Green, you were. I feel like I hadn't heard it at all, and then all of a sudden recently, you're like, you know what? I think Jalen Green is actually going to be really good. What What was it? That Late in last season, yeah. I, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest <laughs> with you. Like maybe February or March of uh-huh. last season, like. There was a two-week stretch where there was, like, three or four Houston Rocket games nice. on my TV, like, that were just on at times. Right. I was like, I want to watch some ball. And nothing else, though. And, like, Jalen Green and Alperin Sengun oh, were the yeah. only two players that I was like, holy shit. <laughs> they might have something with these two right. guys. I, like, didn't watch a ton of Rockets basketball, and I heard, mm-hmm. like, a lot of this stuff about him being, like, immature and a lot yeah. of that. But, like, he's got, like so much potential on the offensive end and i i I just i think i think he could be really really good even though like there's a chance that he's ends up being garbage like there's a chance that like he has like an eight-year nba career like like he gets traded from houston and then like on the next team he's averaging like 11 points per game and it's like a fucking third or fourth offensive option um but yeah yeah also he could easily be all nba Mm -hmm. um so that is your even number. So that's the fourth pick? Yep. That's funny because you were like four and five. I really went back and forth. I was like, yeah, four and five were close for me. And But Jalen Green was my sixth. Yeah. My fourth pick was Josh Giddy. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Josh Giddy was my sixth. I did not think that's that. so I did funny. Not... Okay, so we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> we, our five has got to be this, yeah. this kid. Um, but Josh Giddy is um, – he's just uh, – He's already he's already an excellent offensive player with and he's a solid defensive player. Like he's not a good defensive player, but he's definitely not a bad defensive player. And like he averages like a lot of assists. Like I think he averages like five assists or something. No, I think he averages six or seven assists. Yeah, and like okay, six yeah. or seven I boards. Thought it was like, underselling. I, the yeah. average is like seven assists and eight boards or something right. crazy. Yeah, like, like that. he's gonna be a triple double machine. Uh and he can score. He can shoot. Um like obviously everyone can shoot can always get better but his he's a fine shooter uh and an elite playmaker already uh in his second year and uh i think he's uh the a big reason the thunder is so good i took j dub a number 2 on the last year on the draft we just did but i think josh giddy is the second most important player on the thunder i mean like yeah the, i had two guys on the last one from OKC and like the, like OKC has a lot of dudes mm-hmm. over the course of this dra- yeah. these drafts that are really really good I like Josh Giddy. I, I don't trust his jump shot completely uh right. just from what I've seen from three I haven't done like a deep dive of the three-point what does he shoot like probably 34 percent yeah something like that, he's like that in that range uh yeah his, his jump shot isn't great um and that worries me a little bit more with him than with somebody like Jalen Green jump shot wise and it's one of the reasons I have Jalen Green above him is that like Josh Giddy's jump shot should be better? Like he's he's he he, so much he's in, uh, able to like take smarter shots. OKC oh, runs like a real offense, and oh. like he he's part of the reason that they run a real offense. He's like right. like 
you know, really, really good, really good playmaker. He's a straw that stirs the drink a lot of the time, yeah. uh, especially when Shea doesn't play. He's like the main dude. No, you, you were actually right. I was actually overselling his shooting. He's uh, last year was 32, 32 and a half percent. Yeah. It's, it, it, the jump shot. And I mean, like he can work on a jump shot. Like, but I mean, he, he's he 16, he's 17. If we round up points per game, uh, six assists and eight rebounds. Like, yeah, that's all, in your second year, that's awesome. And he has the tools to be a really good defender, like oversized yeah. guards like that. And like, it's not like he's bad right now. Like a lot yeah. of dudes who like are like uh, good playmakers and stuff. It feels like they take a little bit off on the defensive end. Like he doesn't. He's he's a solid defender. You can't. You're not going to complain about him defending anyone. But you're also not going to put him on their best player. No, no. It's so funny that we're flipped on Jalen Green and Josh Getty. Yeah. Uh, and then, I yeah. honestly, I kind of agree that those can kind of go either way on yeah. on which of these dudes. Yeah, it depends. So you want like the dude who's more proven or the dude more outside? Is kind yeah. of what you're looking for. Jalen Green also like 22 points per game last year on a garbage team. That's I mean, true. you just chalked, right? Uh, but like, still. Uh, but still, that's awesome. Like that. uh, the next dude who is currently the best of these three players, but I think has the lowest uh, upside is Franz Wagner. Uh, Franz Wagner is just, he just has like an NBA ready offensive game. Yeah. Like his, his jumper is pure and his footwork is like really nice. Yeah. He's like sneaky athletic. He's long. Like sneaky athletic is when, is what you say if a white dude's athletic. <laughs> facts that is kind of facts um he <laughs> yeah i get it he's he is a super smart player he just lit us up uh two games in, yeah he in did germany. he's a big reason why germany's so good yeah uh, i like i think he's really good offensively uh defensively i mean he's nothing to write home about um i mean in a system he's not gonna hurt your team uh, you, you kind of need to put another. You need a good defender with him because you can't really take your best like small forward matchup. Yeah. Uh, but like honestly, like it's not like Jalen Green or Josh Giddy can take your best matchup right. in their positions either. Yep. Um, and yeah, I think Franz Wagner, as I said, below his ceiling of those three players, but he's impressed me the most of those three players so far in his career. Yeah. Uh, I like him a lot. He's he's number six there for me. All right, perfect. Number seven. Uh, it's a dude I almost forgot on the list because I had it first ordered by points per game. And I was like, I should just order this by minutes per game because then I'm really getting like the good players on basketball reference. Um, and I was like, fuck, oh, this guy does not score a lot, but he definitely should be higher than some of the other people I had. So, anyways, uh, basically, I'm taking Herbert Jones. Wow. Uh, number seven. Wow. Uh, yeah. And I think... He, we, I think you, you talked about on the last pod how his contract's going to be sneaky. One of those, like, wow, I cannot believe they got him on that contract. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like he is Evan Mobley light. If uh, all the, like, he, he's already a, a good defender, um, long, switchable. I feel like he does need to put on muscle, though, uh, in a way that Mobley kind of, like, Mobley obviously would be better with muscle. Like, Herb kind of, like, really needs it. He's, like, super scrawny, in my opinion. Yeah, like... like but he, I guess he's more of a perimeter guy. Because, like, he needs to play on... Like, ideally, if he's in your starting lineup, he's which he like will be, three. he needs to play against the Kawhis and the LeBrons yeah. of the world. Right. And he... He's, like, is kind of gets bullied by those kinds right. of dudes. Yeah, they put him on, like, two guards more, right? Yeah, well, they run Alvarado and, like, CJ with him at three oh, sometimes. Right, right. And, like, yeah, you have yeah, two sure. small guards with him. And, like... I mean, like... Yeah. This isn't gonna be a Pelicans podcast, but like some of their lineups are like, right, make no sense. Anyway, continue. No, that's pretty much it. You know, just a really solid player. He's gonna have uh, 
you you would never complain about having him on the team, but he's never gonna like jump out at you um, too much, at least. Uh, yeah, I just think very solid defender, a decent offensive game, like kind of weak, but for a defensive specialist, it's fine. Uh, he can shoot a little bit. I'm at ten. Not really, but you have him at ten. I'm at ten. Uh, I think after that top six, the list, it's pretty obvious that you're going from like yeah. the dudes who, hey, these dudes could be stars to like, oh, who knows? Like this dude will probably be a role player. Yep. Like could be. Well, actually, I will say my number ten could be a star, but he just sucks right now. <laughs> my my next pick and uh this should surprise no one who knows like i mean i just talked about this oh, i know yeah i love this dude yeah, yeah. alperin shangun is my next pick <laughs> alperin shangun is like i love me some Jokic, and right. i love me some sabonis <laughs> and even on a lower level i love me some Plumley. like yeah, centers yeah. who want to fucking put the ball on the floor make some flashy cool passes and right. like are still kind of beefy like oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, i he's, love that it's like the, the netflix live action adaptation of joker <laughs> yeah it's like like if it was like a pokemon like he evolves into sabonis who evolves, <laughs> evolves into, into joker <laughs> and like Oh my, it's just, he's so much fun to watch. He's so creative. Yes. Like, he's another guy, like, very similar to uh, Franz Wagner. And I think it's a lot just because of how the European game is played. He's right. another guy who has really good footwork. Right. Like, his footwork he does. He does. For, for a young guy is, like, really, really impressive. And for a center. Yes. The problem is, is as I said earlier, uh, and the reason that he's eighth, because I think he has a ton of offensive upside. Uh, is because he can't move? He... As I said earlier, defense, like, at the center position is really, really important. Yeah. And, like, whoo, it's a bit of an adventure with him. <laughs> not only can he not, sometimes. like, switch onto people, like, if your team doesn't score, like, he's not even going to be in the play for, like, a long time. He yeah. is so slow. And for somebody who's, like, so cerebral on offense, right. it's like he, like, sleeps on defense <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Exactly. It's like, he, he is... I, uh, not a good defensive center at all. No. Uh, as I said earlier, I think him and Jabari Smith Jr. is a really cool pairing because yeah, of that true. in your front court. True. And I'm excited to see how he plays under Ime Odoka. And also, oh, apparently, right. uh, he was listed at 6'9 coming out of the draft. Shengun is 6'11 now. Okay. He has grown two inches wow. since he came into the league. He, fit, he felt bigger than 6'9. Yeah, and, uh, same. I, well, he never felt like an undersized center to yeah. me, like a, in a way that Precious uh, for right. us does. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I love Shengun. Uh, I could we sh- we should one day do a whole podcast on him. Uh, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for number nine, I'm taking Off Night. I'm taking Davion Mitchell. Wow, I didn't have Davion Mitchell on my list, but really? I, I like I like his defensive upside. I uh, I really like his defensive upside. Um, Not even upside. Like it's no, just yeah, I love, like his defense. Uh, uh, he's. He's plays on a good team relative to a lot of these players. Uh, so we get to see him in like uh, important games in the same way we see Herb Jones. Um, and I think uh, he's already a good three point shooter. Uh, he's a solid three point shooter. He's not a liability. Like he'll sh- if he's open, you can't leave him open. No. Uh, and uh, yeah, already on a good team, and he showed that he's good on that team, kind of. Uh, a little, not that much in the playoffs, but um, yeah. I mean, there's a reason Keegan Murray went higher in the last draft, and Davion Mitchell goes in this draft. I mean, like he like right. kind of came in and out of that series. I mean, they would throw him on Curry when he would play, and yeah. that says a lot about their like that team's faith in mm-hmm. his defense. Uh, and I, I love his defense. I, I love that Sacramento team. That uh, is crazy that Keegan Murray got more play than him. That is so funny to think. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, D- Davion Mitchell, really good, really good mm-hmm. defensive player. Mm-hmm. 
worst worst D Mitchell in the league, unfortunately. <laughs> Donovan. Yeah. Yeah. Which he sucks. loves Donovan Mitchell too. I think he wears the same number as him. Yeah, I think he does. Because I remember when he was like in college, it was like, yo, Donovan Mitchell's back in college, eh? Because I looked at <laughs> Mitchell forty five on the back. Right, right. Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't have him on my list, so one of my dudes is not going to get picked. Gotcha. Um, am I ten? Yeah. I am ten. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Quentin Grimes. Oh wow. Okay. So my I also have one guy not make it. Um, uh, Quentin Grimes is like. He's efficient score from a lot of different places on the floor. He's also a dirty work guy. Like I, he, right. he's another guy who cares. And like yeah, yeah. once again, another guy who like that team's like good. Like that team was good yeah. last year, and he played a lot of minutes on that team. He would start. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought, uh, I was really impressed with him as a rookie. Uh, I like a lot of the little things that he does. Too, yeah, and like Thibodeau's a tough coach to play for when you're a young guy. He yeah. usually doesn't give that kind of trust to young dudes. And so right. the fact that Quentin Grimes got that kind of trust, true. It like says a lot about him, but he does play like Tibbs kind of basketball because he is yeah, that kind of dirty work guy. Yeah, yeah. Like just New Yorkers in general love it. Like Josh Hart, they're all in love with and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he fits well with that team, and yeah, he's really good. Who Who's your guy who didn't make it? Jalen Suggs. Oh, mine's Trey Murphy the third. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I, the, Jalen Suggs still has potential, and that's it. He is so bad as a player; like he's unplayable. Like he should not be in the NBA. Other than you want to develop, him. we're like opposites on who our guy got left off because you have like this super high upside yeah. defensive oriented dude, and I just have a three point shoot, like right. a six nine dude who can shoot threes. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, like for all I know, he's like like he he could be Michael Porter. He will probably be Georges Niang, <laughs> which is fine. Georges Niang has been in the league for like eight nine years right. now, like long career. Yep. Uh, but yeah, people like him. Yeah, I think I think Trey Murphy the third. I had him above Herb Jones, which is fine because they're teammates. Uh, you wanna uh, read back the top ten list now? Yes, I do. Let me just delete my top ten forever. That's gone. I'm, wow. I it's it's in my brain. I never sure. change my opinions on this stuff. <laughs> and it's on mic. Uh, that, that's the more important part. <laughs> um, the number one uh pick is Cade Cunningham. Uh-huh. Number two is Evan Mobley. Mm-hmm. Number three, Scotty Barnes. Woo. Number four, Jalen Green, which is right. the top four of the real draft. But I think three and four just flipped. Yeah. Um, and then fifth is Josh Giddy. No, 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 because uh, Green went too. Yeah, you're right. But you're right. Yeah, yeah but it's the top four. And then yeah. I think like like five is Josh Giddy, six is Franz Wagner, who were both high picks if I remember. Yeah. And then seven, Herb Jones, eight, Alper and Shengun, nine, Davion Mitchell, and ten, Quentin Grimes. I think that top six, it, that's the drop-off point. It's six the drop-off. I agree. Uh, th- those top six are guaranteed going to be really, really good NBA mm-hmm. players. And below that are four dudes who might have long careers. Herb Jones, I, I It's not necessarily a that Green will be a really good player, but he legitimately could be a Hall of Famer. So that's why he gets to be on Like, the he could just be the best. Like, there's no way Herb Jones is the best player in this yeah, draft. Right. Like, you play sure. these guys' careers 1,000 times, and Herb Jones is the best player maybe one time. Yeah. You play this, these guys' careers 1,000 times, and, like, 50 of those times. Green. Like, Green could be the best player. Maybe You're even 100 of the times. It, it like, could be more. Who knows, yeah, like, who knows he, how it works. Uh, but, yeah. Really good draft. I think at this point... Uh, we're at just past the hour long mark, and I think since we have three more drafts to do, wow. we're probably gonna go quite a bit longer. So I think it's time for an intermission, okay? Just for space reasons. Um, but you guys could just listen to the second part of this yeah. right after the first part. So like, there's no intermission for you. 
Well, it might be two separate pods, so maybe the second part hasn't come out yet. Yeah, who knows? Like, who knows what the future looks like? Honestly, there's a chance we've been nuked at that point. So, like, the world doesn't even exist anymore. We're just anymore. talking into a void. Yeah, it's like, this is there's a chance this is the last human, like, media ever created. And, like, with the, like, the heat death of the universe. Right. Well, it has to be the second you hit. Because I'm sure people are making TikToks daily. No shot. We're the only people who had the great idea to podcast. We're also, fun fact, the only podcast out there. So, if you think that you see another podcast, podcast out there report yeah uh, you have any complaints <laughs> tough go you have nowhere else to go go talk to jim spotify about that 